season three. Did you hear me? I said season three. We are at our third season in 2020. Fred sisters are here. We hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening and hit that follow button. What is good, everybody, and welcome to Between Frets, a space where female musicians meet and discuss all things music. I am Sean, Sean Sean Marshall, and yes, the new year has fallen upon us in a good way. It is now our newest season, season three. Now, we've been here in this podcast for like a very short period of time and already in season three. That is so awesome. And... We're about to reach to our one-year anniversary since we launched Fret Sisters. So this has been like a great milestone for us since we started this. And more things is going to come to us during the year of 2020. So make sure you follow us on our social media for updates and upcoming events where we're going to be landing or appearing. Hint, hint. And also go to our merch store at fretsisters.storeenvy.com. Check out our merch for our Fret Sister and our Between Frets brands. You will get, bring home souvenirs, I would say. And also, we just heard sad news, the death of a NBA legend, Kobe Bryant, and his um, daughter, um, one of his daughters, I would say. And um, this is a very tragic loss, and us, Fret sisters are sending prayers, condolences to his wife and the family. When I first heard about the news and and it shocked all of us, I was completely speechless. But please, everyone, if you love someone like your parents or a spouse or significant other please hold on to them spend every waking moment because you never know you're not being deceived again but anywho here's the fluffy good side of this things um 2020 has been great for all of us uh, make sure you check out one of our own Nicole Rose she just released her first children's book and I saw pictures and everything and it is remarkable make sure you follow her on her social media and so you'll know where you're gonna get this great children's book make sure you check that book out it's amazing also those that want to improve some things I just released a 202020 challenge I have this ebook like a quick fire exercise and there's 20 exercises and it will help not only improve it, um, dexterity, it will work on improved precision, control, and agility. Uh, make sure you check on our IGTV. I of uh, the video of the 2020 challenge. There's more information on how to do this 2020 ch- 20 challenge. Now it's 20 exercises, 20 minutes a day, 20 days. And now I'm close to, mm, 
I'm almost close to the end of the challenge and so far I have been improving myself. So if you want to check some of the progress on each day that I've been doing this, make sure you follow me on my um, Instagram is Sean Music Official. And when we come back, we're going to kick the interview off with one of the artists that have been um, supporting us since day one, Mo Sharon. So stay tuned. And we're back. I'm here with today's guest. She's a guitarist for a heavy rock and roll band, witch kicker, a tutor, and a music journalist for my Global Mind magazine. Please welcome Dublin, Ireland own Mo Sharon. Hello, Mo. How are you? <laughs> hey, how are you? I'm good. Um, first, thank you for joining in with us. Um, you was actually the one of the first to respond when we first started doing daily posts and when we first launched our company, Fresh Sisters. Yeah. yeah, and you were the first one that mentioned it, and we just like post, post, reposting and featuring you. So, yeah. so you are like our very first. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. I remember when you first got you guys first started, and now I like look at it. It's just, it's incredible. It's so good. Yeah, I was like, you were like responding to our um everything that we have each day and you come up and doing these videos it's kind of like somebody's challenging themselves each genre <laughs> and just putting videos up so that was freaking awesome yeah no it's good like the support that you guys give to women in the music industry in general it's just it's absolutely phenomenal and it's like the only kind of female-based kind of instagram page for musicians on on instagram that i've ever actually kind of came across so it's really cool to see yeah. Um, so let's um, get started. Um, let's just go back to memory lane and anything like in your childhood. Like what is your earliest memory of music or did you just come from a musical family? I didn't really come from a musical family. I mean, like my family, none of them play instruments, to be honest. But I kind of I was always like musically kind of minded. So mm -hmm. my first memory of music was pretty much like listening to Guns N' Roses whenever I was a kid, like whenever I was like early teens. I shouldn't have been, I don't know how I managed to be able to listen to it, but <laughs> um, but yeah, I just remember like listening to Guns N' Roses and being obsessed with them. And that's where it pretty much all started. Like that's when I said, like, that's what I want to do. Um, wow. I like, I first, like in school, you know, I was always keen on uh, music in general. I actually... The first instrument I think I played was cello. And I played mm -hmm. that for about, I played it for a few months, but back then I had really bad like scoliosis, back problems. So yeah. for me to be able to play that instrument was kind of, it was ridiculous in terms of posture, etc. because I didn't, I didn't have a posture because my back was so uh, heavily affected. So I kind of just migrated after I got the surgery, etc. I kind of migrated towards learning guitar and I've always wanted to do it. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. So when you said about Guns N' Roses, do you think Slash was like one of your musical influences on guitar? The whole band was, realistically. I mean, like, I'll, I'll always appreciate Slash. He's not one of my main influences right now. But as a kid, like, that, that whole band, like, I literally just looked at them like they were gods. That is so awesome. <laughs> uh, so were you, like, self-taught or did you took any lessons? I took some lessons. I had like I had two tutors. One was pretty much obsessed with Bob Dylan, and um, you know, like he was great at teaching acoustic, you know, the basics, chords and stuff. And then I 
went into another tutor who was uh, who was teaching a friend of mine at the time. And the first thing he taught me was like rainbow since you've been gone. And yeah. yeah, so like he was teaching me all these Slayer riffs and Metallica and you know stuff that I really wanted to learn like arpeggiations and old classical flamenco chains. So I was pretty happy with him. And then I just kind of migrated and you know started teaching myself and like you know pushing myself to do it. Uh, that is great. Can you just give us a little um, explanation, like what your first gig experience? My first gig was in my hometown, and it was in uh, it was in Enniskillen, and it was with a grunge band called Savage Rabbits, and I was the bassist actually at that point. So yeah, um, it wasn't the best. <laughs> there was a few minor, well, I say minor. There was a few uh, mess mishaps along the way, but. You know, it gigs the gig, and I was just happy to play along. Well, that would let kind of led me to my next question. Like, like everybody had their mishaps on stage, even though from the first gigs. <laughs> so, like, their amp got caught on fire, and then yeah. there's <laughs> the string. So, can you like tell us a little funny moment on that? I think. Well, at that gig, I remember one person literally like borrowed my bass for. It was really like such an easy thing to fix. Like I just should have tuned it, but like back then I was nervous. I was just really ridiculously shy. And I remember one guy literally like took my uh, bass because he forgot to bring his to his own gig, which is just, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> Looking back at it now, I'm like, hey, why didn't you bring your own bass? And then he took it, dropped the tuning and gave it back to me. And so I went on stage not thinking about the tuning just because I figured like, hey, blah, 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 blah. And through the first four songs or so, I was playing in a completely different tuning and completely like, you know, it sets you off when you're when you're that young as well. It's completely like you kind of just freeze up on stage. Obviously, now that I'm a little bit older, it's literally like, okay, I know how to fix that problem. Don't let people take your uh, instruments, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that is a great lesson to learn. Jesus. (laughs) Don't let no one mess up your gear, for real. (laughs) No touchy, no touchy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So when um, you've been playing a lot of bands and stuff like that, do you have any, like, solo projects in the works? No solo projects. I mean, at the moment, I'm literally just focusing on the duet, the jazz duet, and the Witch Kicker crew. And I'm absolutely, like, I'm just so happy with the, the way things are going with those two. So do you, like, consider your style of music if you have one? So what do you consider your style? Very melodic. Trying to influence, like, take in my influences, which would be Andy Timmons, uh, Alan Holdsworth, Steve Morris. Like, I like a lot of older fusion heads back in the day. <laughs> Um, I just, I always try and, I always try and be a little bit more flip, like, this question always bothers me, I don't know why, because it's like, I just have like a bibliography, like an encyclopedia of like inspirations, and they all kind of merge into one, into my playing. Yeah. So long as it's, he- yeah, so long as, it- I mean, jazz and blues is always a huge, like I remember Stevie Ray Vaughan has always been in there, the chords that he uses, uh, Bill Frizzell. He's a amazing Telecaster player. So I'd always take him into account as well with my clean stuff. So like, when did it just like hit you? Like, oh my God, I just want to do music for a living. Like actually doing gigs or getting paid to do music. Like, which do you enjoy the most when you like, just like hit you? 
I think it's when I started teaching, to be honest, because it was basically like, oh, I can actually make money out of this. <laughs> yeah. I can actually, yeah. And, you know, the old saying, like, oh, those that can't do teach. Well, I just, yeah, whatever. I just went and started. <laughs> I can do and I can teach. So, uh, yeah, I just started teaching. And my passion is to kind of share music in general. So to be able to teach people how to play guitar and to teach people, like, especially children. I love teaching kids music. And I just love being able to share music, share my happiness and share what makes me happy to other people. Yeah, because especially sharing your music and sharing music and teaching them, it does make a great difference, especially with kids. And that's what, yeah, and that's what we like definitely enjoy the most if we teach them young. Yeah. And their passion of music will be much, much more. Like, they'd be more passionate Definitely. about it. Definitely. So. And in this day and age, like, you know, the music that's kind of re- being released, you know, it's kind of important to keep the traditional and keep the, you know, just the earlier influences that we all had, you know, in the kids' mind, the new generation's mind. Yes. So the next question that I'm going to ask you, and this is a very fun question. I'm going to keep it fun. Um, so let's just tell us about you off stage. Like, if you're not doing music, you're not teaching, um, what do you enjoy doing? I'm literally like, oh, my God, what, do, what don't I do in terms of music these days? Um, I literally, like, I just, if I'm not doing anything musical, if I'm not teaching, if I'm not working, if I'm not writing, if I'm not practicing or rehearsing, I literally... I literally just watch movies, I eat food, I just, I literally, I go and meet my friends for, you know, a couple of pints, because let's face it, I'm in Ireland, of course I'm going to have a pint. So, yeah, um, I like to travel a lot and I just, that's pretty much it. I, like, I pretty much 24-7 live around music, I have to, because it's my yeah. income. <laughs> exactly, you better make that check. <laughs> yep, gotta pay rent in Dublin. Yeah. Um, so, um, us Fret Sisters, yes, we are gearheads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, what is your like go-to rig when you um, gigging? To be honest, I mean, like I know everybody has their opinions on them right now, but the katana, the Boss katana, is literally, it's so good. I have the hundred watt right now, and it's it's caters to literally every need that I have in terms of metal, in terms of jazz, in terms of blues, everything. It is so versatile, surprisingly. Because, you know, when it was first released, everybody was like, oh, the katana, 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 katana. And I was like, oh, no, come on. Like, it's surely not that good. And I got one from a really good friend of mine, Michael. Uh, I swapped it with my Laney head at the time. He swapped it for the katana. And it was a steal. I just, I'm so happy with the way it is. But um, I've always wanted a Laney Ironheart as well, and an EVH 5150. Oh. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm oh, yeah. a definitely research. I'm definitely going to research the Boss Contender because I've been researching that too, especially when I'm upgrading my amp. And yeah. um, no, you really should. Like, it's pretty cheap too. Like, I mean, I think they retail around, I don't know about dollars or anything like that, but I think they retail for around 200 to 300. Yeah. And they're just, they're perfect. They're so lightweight, they're, they're just perfect. Yeah, and good. I don't have to carry my heavy Line 6 Spider 4 around because that amp was heavy. Oh, and God. <laughs> so I need something more like lightweight but actually punch in so much power. Yeah. Seriously, do invest in it because like I'm just literally, I'm trying to like 
convert everybody to a katana. It just makes, like, if you're gigging regularly, it just makes so much more sense. Yeah. So do you have any advice for um, other artists uh, that's coming up on how to navigate in this music business, especially us women that have been dealing with this male-dominant world? Mm-hmm. Keep pushing. Um, you know, you're going to get people that are going to question your motives, going to question the way you play, going to question... And, you know, they're going to pass it off as, um, you know, constructive criticism when it's actual, they're just being assholes. Mm-hmm. I just think, I just think that keep pushing. You're on your own musical path. So just keep doing what you do. Keep doing what you, what makes you feel happy. And keep pushing, keep working and just keep going. Because at the end of the day, no one's going to hold your hand. You have to, you have to do the work yourself. Yeah, exactly. This business is very unforgiving. Yeah, it really is. Especially yeah. for us women, man. We're either, I don't know, we're either, like I always say that women are either made more significant because you're mm-hmm. a woman or less significant. We're kind of slowly but surely getting into a middle, middle ground these days. Yeah. With thanks to the people like you. <laughs> so can you tell um, our listeners like where they can find you on social media or website? Um... My name is Moshirin underscore guitarist on Instagram. And I have a music tuition page on Facebook too. It's literally Moshirin music tuition. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> we'll definitely put those in our show notes once we release it. So thank you. Um, there you have it, ladies and gents. I would like to thank Moshirin for joining in with us. Uh, thank you so and, much for having me especially like we're overseas this is amazing i love this app <laughs> it's so cool it's great isn't it <laughs> yeah no, uh lagging or anything <laughs> so um make sure you um stay tuned for a few other episodes of between frets and make sure you follow us on social media and yeah. once again i'm sean shawnee sean marshall and you have a great day bye Hey, Riff Girl, what's our riff today? Let's give a little something what you're about to play. Hey, hey Jenny Jam here with the first Riff Girl of season three, inspired by Cameo in B Minor. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> If you want to learn more about this lick, hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Fret Sisters or email us at fretsistersmusic at gmail.com. Peace and love.